All right, here we go. The song starts now. Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! This is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast where every week we get into a different band, different artist, and we listen to all of their records, and we rank them worst to best, and we give our biggest banger from each of them, if we even have a banger. Uh, my name is Tyler, and way out there, all the way... Oh, wait, fuck. Whoa. Wow, Whoa, I fucked this intro. There, my name dude. is Tyler, and way out there, hundreds of miles away, is Jeff. While you're listening, go to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, give us five stars, and five stars only. Uh, all the social media is at Asinine Radio, so go follow us, talk to us. We have a Discord server. If you want to join that, let us know. We'll send you the link, and that's all I have for the boring intro. Um, I was negligent this week. I did not do our Six Degrees of Tom DeLong. Did you do it? I did. I kind of did, too. One was really, really difficult. Let's do it, then. Let's get let's get through the okay. Six Degrees of Tom DeLong, where we connect the artists of the week to our boy Tom DeLong and Blake. Okay. Go. Okay. McCrow. So... So, Pasta News, <laughs> the, uh, De La Soul did yeah. a song with Mo's Def, and then uh-huh. what, once I saw that, I was like, oh, this will be easy, because he's actor stuff. Mo's Def um, was in a movie with Zoe Deschanel. It was a little, little, little film people may have seen, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, no big deal, but uh, Zoe co-wrote a song with She and Him. Is it called She and Him? Yeah, She and Him. She and Him, yeah. With uh, Jason Schwartzman, and Jason Schwartzman was in the movie called Slackers. That starred Devin mm-hmm. Devin Sawa Sawa, and Devin was the lead in Idle Hands that featured ah. none other than Tom Rebecca DeLong. Tom Rebecca. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a joke for the true Yeds right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. That was good. That was good. <laughs> this one, okay. So I have another one too that was fucking way difficult. I, I, I was gonna do one for all three of the members, but after mm-hmm. I got the first one was easy. Oh yeah, fuck yes, I'm gonna do Mace. And, and after this one, I was like, I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. So <laughs> Ma- Mace has a kid that plays NFL, but he, he plays, plays for the NFL or plays he, in the NFL? He, no, he plays NFL. It's just a, a, a different game. NFL Blitz. Yeah, similar to, to regular NFL. But he was also on, on the Auburn Championship football college football team in 2013. Um, but he, So he was on the team with another guy whose name is, is Marty Mock. Or Ma- Matty Mock, M-A-T-Y. Okay. I don't, some of the more football yet maybe know. I doubt anybody that listens to this podcast is like a, a major <laughs> football yet though. Yeah, I, I don't <laughs> see that as being a thing. Uh, Matty Mock lost out on starting quarterback position to Vince Young when they were both on the Saskatchewan. That Canadian Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan. Yeah. Their Canadian football team, the Rough Riders. Yes, um, Vince Young was in a music video for Mike Jones. Oh my God, Mike Jones had Paul Wall as a guest on his debut album. Uh, Paul Wall had Lil Wayne as a guest on his second album. Lil Wayne mm-hmm. to Blink, Blink to Tom. 
Okay, that was uh, that was a good one. That was a really good one, dude. That one took me a honestly lot of deep a cuts. solid fucking thirty minutes, and I was just <laughs> I I I did not I didn't know I was done. I was very very much done after that. <laughs> it was not fun anymore. Uh, so I I just came up with one. Um, so we uh, fucking De La Soul Common, who's been on several of their tracks. Common has worked with Kanye, been on Kanye's songs and whatever. Uh, Kanye to Kim Kardashian, Kim to Kourtney Kardashian, to Travis Barker, to Boxcar Racer, to Tom. So there you go. Travis to Boxcar to Tom. You can just say <laughs> blink. That's fine, though. I had to be different, you know? Okay. I had to change it up. You had, you had, had to, you had to really fill in the six degrees there. I like it. Okay. Yeah. I got to make it look like I did more work than I did. Keeping it true. So. I'm a crow. I'm a crow. <laughs> yeah. So we, are we ready to get these rankings um, going or what? Yeah, dude. I was born ready. You're gonna keep dicking around. Um, so there, I don't dick. You, we did nine. We did nine albums. <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> it does. I don't know. It doesn't mean anything. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. There, you did nine albums, right? That's. I did nine albums, yeah, because oh, okay. I, I did my homework. Yeah, so there was like 15 hours of music. So number nine. Um, <laughs> it was a lot. I, I don't I don't think any of these are bad. Um, all but like three I would I would never listen to again. Uh, but the, but my, my least favorite was in the anonymous Nobody, their, their most okay. recent of albums, 2016. I, I thought this is like read more as a pop album overall, touching on different genres like New Wave and R&B, but still incorporating the hip-hop element to it. Which is fine if you want like a, a really disjointed kind of record that sounds sloppy, but it hits, you know, they get all these guest stars in there. and I, It was fine. I will never listen to this again. I didn't really like it as I listened to it. But um, <laughs> it was it was fun to hear. Like my favorite song, which just because of her, but Memory of Us, it has Estelle on it. And I was like, oh, fuck oh. yeah. Like, iconic, dude. I know what she sounds like. I, I know what it is. And I liked it. But otherwise, like, I don't give a fuck if you have the talking heads on here or anybody else. I don't give a shit. Wasn't damn, that good? Dude, you're brutal, dude. Wasn't God that damn. good? Okay, that's, fine. That's Whatever. because like during the main episode, I will have like, nothing but good things to say about De La Soul. <laughs> uh, same here. Same here. Maybe. Oh. All right. My, uh, my number nine is plug one and plug two presents first serve. This is uh their eighth record from 2012. Um, I don't, I just, I don't like this record. I think it's boring has nothing about De La Soul that makes them them. Uh, I think it's overly loud production-wise. There's nothing to grab onto. I just did not like it. And for the first two songs, I thought it was DJ Khaled, the the really annoying um, DJ that did this, and it made me really mad. And then I was looking more into it, and I realized it wasn't DJ Khaled. No. Uh, it's a different DJ Khalid, so from um, France, apparently. So, yeah, I don't know. I just, the other, I, this album, there's nothing here. I just, it's not good. It's just not a good record. I, I have nothing more to say about it. I'm done. Okay. It's my number nine. Did plug one like and plug that. two. First serve. What my, number eight? My number eight is, is plug one and plug two. Present first serve. Yeah, their eighth album. I, I, I enjoyed it because it is like energetic. And this was a deliberate attempt for them to make a sort of fake band sound. So yeah. that's, that's the reason why it is, it is loud and boisterous. But it's 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 almost like it was set up to be like a party album, but nothing was really fun. Like it had a lot yeah, of energy party about it, 
but like the energy dissipated super quick in like a chorus or a verse or just the beginning of a song. It just never kept up the energy. There's there's really no replay value for this for me whatsoever. Um, yeah, I, I did I did write that I like the song "Move Them In, Move Them Out," but but I have no I have no recollection of that song whatsoever. <laughs> what it's about or what it sounds like? No, I, I don't yeah I don't even know where it's like sequencing is on the record. So that's fun. All right. All right. So uh, my my number eight is AOI Bionix, sixth album from two thousand one. Um, honestly, there's really nothing wrong with this album. Uh, they they were doing a lot. They were still doing a lot of like the '90s hip hop with the more melodic choruses. The beats aren't bad, but there's nothing super memorable about this one. I just I think it's more. It's just it's filler, filler. Uh, De La Soul um, of this era, especially this the one song I, I have no banger on this one, but I do have a stinker, and I don't remember the name of the song, but it's the one with Be Real from Cypress Hill. That song sucks. Oh. That is not a good song. Okay. But uh yeah, AOI Bionix, it's I mean, I just I was really bored. Really, really bored listening to this. And uh yeah, I don't know. That's all I got for number eight. I like the bottom the bottom tier De La Soul, I don't have a ton to say about. I forgettable. Yeah, I I'm pretty much the same. Except yeah. for uh, uh, yeah, we'll get into it. So my my, my number seven is is AOI Bionix. Um okay. I, I agree. I, I think I think it's heavy in like the beats department. There's a lot of great melodies. I think it flows nicely, but this is just really good filler. And this is this is just good filler from the band. And I only say that because I do know the report card and this was supposed to be something much much bigger than it was. And it just yeah. like I think it just fell so fucking flat. But as we get into later, De La Soul man just just dude, De La Soul was 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 one year away from just being like erased from existence just so close had had it mm-hmm. not had it not been for the streaming thing like de la soul were just in in serious jeopardy of just being like one of the greatest forgotten about bands of all time that's true yeah um but this is just i don't know this is filler it's fine <laughs> all right uh my number seven is the grind date seventh record from or it's seventh record out 2004 um, I remember this record actually I remember listening to this record a lot when um, I worked at Tower Records a lot of people were still buying this record in 2006 yeah that's when I worked at 2006 2007 and um, yeah a lot of people were still buying it and and I remember the the two hip-hop guys that I worked with uh, Sean and Marlo they uh, they played this record a lot and uh, so I do remember listening to this at the store but I thought it was fine when I was listening to it and even this week I thought it's not that much different from the AOI album. Um, I do like that they had like Common, Flavor Flav, Ghostface, and all that. That was cool. Um, so it kind of like it kind of um, mixed it up a bit, but overall, it was it was a lot of the same. And with the '90s, the late '90s hip hop beats and and all that, I just I didn't care. I was over it. And seriously, the worst song that they've ever put out was on this, and it's the one with Sean Paul, the last song. Sean Paul sucks. Sean hey, Paul just fucking sucks. Hey. He does. He, come on, dude. That song's stupid. It's lame. Okay. So that's my number seven is the grind date. Still, I've had no, nothing nice to say about this band. Crazy. Our <laughs> ranking, this is insane that you like the anonymous nobody so much, but everything else has been on point. The grind date's my number six. Yeah. And people fucking love this album, dude. This is like, but I think people only like this because it's it was so hard to get their first 
really three two records that people really really wanted but mm-hmm. people love this fucking album and i think it's because it's a couple things one it's this is like straightforward hip hop it's straightforward it hip hop there's there's no there's nothing there's nothing like three feet high and rising on this. There's really nothing that's that's too extravagant after this, like the anonymous nobody, like plug one, plug two. And there's not a ton of skits. <laughs> there's not a ton of skits. There's not a ton of guests, but it's still 55 fucking minutes long. It's still a long I fucking know. album. God damn, this, this listen through is so, too long. So when you take those things, like that's why people like it. But I think when it came out, just people want De La Soul. People want something from De La Soul that they can actually... Bye, and this is we're getting into the streaming age there, dude. So now people want to listen to De La Soul. But in retrospect, it's not that great of an album. It it came out in the mid two thousands, but like early to mid two thousands, dude, hip hop was changing this came out the same year as Connie's first album. Bro, this is That's wild. Not even fucking close to Connie's first album. Not even close. College dropout is leaps and bounds better than this. And oh, so yeah. w- when you put this into like retrospect it's not that great of an album. It's 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 fun. People wanted De La Soul. They got De La Soul, but what they got was just good, good filler. Yeah, it's it's. It, I was kind of disappointed about this record because I was expecting more because people would play it all the time back in the day. This is the one I was most excited yeah. to listen to, just Same because <laughs> it had the most. I mean, obviously, like the first two are just iconic, but this is the one that people love the most outside of those first two. And uh, I was I was I was let down, boys. I was let Same down. here. Same here. All right, my uh, my number six is Balloon Mind State, third record from 1993. Uh, this is where they're they're still kind of like holding on to that that golden era 80s hip hop sound, but it's just become so tired at this point. And they they threw a little bit of like gangster up in there, like style wise, not not lyrically, but more style style wise. But it just didn't mesh. They they hadn't found that that right mesh yet, and I just thought it was kind. Of, it's not a bad record by any means, but it's just more of the same. And I just I I would just rather listen to the first two records than listen to Balloon Mind State. I have no banger off this one, um, just because everything just. I I think I was just kind of burnt out because I listened to the first three records consecutively, one after the other, and uh, yeah, I just Balloon Mind State, man. That's my number six. Dang. Um, maybe dang, I'll go dang, back to it. Dang. Maybe I'll, I, I honestly I'll probably go back to the first three records because they're they're hailed as like such amazing hip hop records. But I think if I go back like one a day or one every couple days, I think I might like it more. But yeah, I don't know, man. That, this is my number six. This is crazy. My yeah. my number five is Balloon Mind State. Is it really? I swear, <laughs> this is fucking bizarre. <laughs> this is really weird. I don't. This doesn't happen. This really, honestly, does not happen very often. Where our rankings are pretty much identical. It's just that one. I don't. When the fuck are you going to say that one? Oh, it's annoying. <laughs> but yeah, below, I, this is. There's nothing wrong with it. This is just my least favorite of the Prince Paul era, and and like they just did it better. So so balloon mind state is just kind of like like filler for the Prince Paul era of De La Soul. And yeah, uh, I mean they they kind of like worn out working with him they had you know used up all of the ideas and everything yeah i yeah it's fine it's, yeah, it's, it's a good fine. record it's just not i mean i just listened to the first two honestly i've, I've really nothing negative one. to say about it like i do with a lot of the other records beforehand <clears throat> but i just don't yeah. have anything really really positive as i do with the records that are my four three two one true very very true you have a banger off this one no. off of a balloon 
No. Nah. All right. My uh, my number five is De La Soul is dead. Whoa. Take a record from 91. That's where we differ. I, I just, went, okay. Once again, I think this is a solid record. It is it is more of the 80s sound, but it's like, so I really love the golden era 80s sound. I really, really do. But it gets tiresome very quickly, and I can't go and listen to three or four records from that era. It's just, it's too much. Like, I, it's too much of the same. It's a lot of fun in short bursts. So this is another thing where, like, I think I'd listen to too much at, at once. Like, I could do that with a lot of albums, but De La Soul and this 80s style, it's just, it's, it's kind of tough. Wow. So I, this is another example where I think I'm going to have to go back and, um, and uh, just listen just listen to uh, to these records again. But I didn't have a banger. I don't know why. Um, maybe a roller, skating jam, a roller skating jam named Saturdays. That was a pretty good song. Oh, that's like one of the fucking most popular songs. <laughs> Crowd loves that one. <laughs> it, it, it was a good song, but otherwise I don't really remember much from the record. Uh, I just remember, I think there's more interludes and skits on this one, though, than the first record. I really think there is. I mean, it was it was too much, honestly too much on this record but anyway de la soul is dead is dead is my uh, number five wow. so what do you got for number four wow uh aoi mosaic uh, mosaic mosaic thump dumb yes the whole thing is dumb uh the fifth album from the year 2000 <laughs> honestly this one is saved this time by the guest vocalists it's, <clears throat> yeah it's just it's decent hip-hop nothing astounding nothing extraordinary but having this many guests keep it interesting and having like this this ver- this variety of guests on this keep it very interesting. Like you go from like Buster Rhymes to the Beastie Boys. And like that's my favorite song on this is the one with the Beastie Boys on it. But there's so much energy on this one. And you still get like Prince Paul. Prince Paul shows up and he produces some tracks for this one. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. But it's it's still fine. It's still fine. <laughs> it's still fine it's good it's a good record um so that's your four my four is stakes is high fourth you're album crazy. from 96 you're crazy why dude that record is not that good of a re- it's not a good record at all and anonymous nobody are you fucking you just like why are you fucking like this one i don't understand <laughs> wait you don't like stakes is high you haven't even said it yet no it's good but it's i don't understand why you think fucking there's nobody even on the did I miss Jonathan Davis on here or something? Why is this he so He was high? on it. You didn't know that? He was on that. He was on and, look, and the Anonymous Nobody. I'm fucking now. I'm looking right now. He was. JD was on it. That's that's why you fucking put it so high. Billy, yeah, yeah. Anyway. This, the first song featuring Jonathan Davis and Billy Corgan. That's why you put it so <laughs> high. Oh, my God. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, anyway, Stakes is High. Uh, 96, fourth record. Uh, this one... This I like this one a lot because it's it's more that it's driven more toward like the conscious hip hop thing, which they did really well. They didn't do it for very long, but they did it really well when they did. Um, they at this point they kind of completely ditched the eighty sound, and they added a little bit more mel- a little bit more of the melodies that were kind of prevalent in in nineties hip hop, much like the stuff that was going on with uh, the Rough Riders and wait was it Rough Riders who was in New Rough York Riders DMX. <laughs> no, I'm thinking. Wait, what is it? Well, it's Big Boy, right? Big Boy Entertainment, or whatever. What? Anyway, whatever. Whatever was going on in Gangster Rap, where they had a lot of the melodic choruses with Warren G and fucking Faith Evans, whoever the fuck it was. I don't know. Hip hop's stupid. Um, what? Are you talking about like like P Diddy stuff? 
I'm just talking about like any hip hop of the '90s where they had like you know it was it was rapping during the verses and then they have like a big big like melodic chorus where somebody was singing like Warren G kind of shit you know no where we ain't going yeah nowhere. but I, that's kind of what like Sticks is high had a lot of that mixed with the conscious hip hop it was a nice blend of both of those things so I I really like this record I would I would get this record if it was if it was like twenty bucks I would get it this is where I would start getting it getting stuff on vinyl I cannot fucking believe. I can't believe, believe. you didn't get any believe. anonymous nobody. Nuts. <laughs> Fucking nuts. So what do you have for number three? Uh, stakes is high. Stakes is high stakes is my number is three. High. See, yeah. we're close, man. We have a lot of the same shit. It's just there's there's one major outlier that, that you, I think you missed the boat on a couple things here. Um, first, first, this is the first time without Prince Paul, so its tone is definitely yeah. different. It's more serious. You know, coming out in 96 at the height of gangster rap, I mean, this is just like months before Pac died, and, and this 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 album like turned heads in the rap world. It's got an early most def, which is super cool. This is a great output. This is uh, this is a band that that kind of they didn't start hip hop, but they kind of like started started modern hip hop. Like what we all think of like hip hop now, like De La Soul was there in the beginning, even though it wasn't the beginning of hip hop. And and this is this is kind of like their their more aggressive version of themselves and it's really really solid it's fucking fantastic i think besides like subject material and just being of its time for me nothing stands out here than just being a really really good hip-hop album of 96 all right oh you know my, my banger off this was um the business oh common. common yeah yeah i That's forgot to say my song. banger but it is a really good song like common we talked about him before. Like he has such a commanding voice, and there, 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 there are some songs where, um, God damn, dude, his 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 voice matches the music, and just everything meshes so well. And this is one of those songs. I mean, the business is is a killer fucking track. Whew, that's a good one. So you don't yeah. have a banger off this one. I I, I do like the most Dev track, uh, Big Brother beat. I I mm-hmm. like most Dev a lot, um, but the common track's really good. I, I just think this overall, this is this is just like really, really good filler. If you have a filler album, this is the best possible filler album you could do. But dude, 96, <laughs> as far as like gangster rap, you just, just couldn't beat it. Just couldn't no, beat of it. Course. It was just, it was so, yeah. it's, it's, it's tragic, but it's, it's, it was so exciting. But see, that's what I'm saying. Like they were, they were still throwing around like that conscious hip hop, which was kind of like, you know, with the more of the jazz samples, it was darker in content it was more just kind of it wasn't about like creating it wasn't about having a hook it was just more about like yeah. just driving that beat along and that's kind of what fun. i got with this out with this record it was great but then you had like Pac releasing you know the seven day theory and he's he's telling everybody he's fucking come at me come at me again i'm gonna kill you i'm literally literally, literally. going to kill you that's how Pac said it yeah so that, dude, come on you fucking can't be more exciting than that <laughs> and then he dies <laughs> Months later, <laughs> D.E.D. dead. Crazy, dude. Gangster rap in the mid '90s is wild, wild, silly. That's what it is. It's fucking silly. Fucking wild. Ugh. <laughs> silly God boys. Damn. All right. So, uh, so my number three is AOI Mosaic Thump, fifth album from uh, 2000, the year 2000. This album, um, yeah, I mean, this is another record where. They they ditched the 80s sound. Um, this is kind of like an extension of Stakes is High. 
Uh, there's still some of that 90s gangster rap, but they also added a li- little bit more of the electronic and jazz thing going on. They, they kind of turned that up a little bit, especially the jazz. There's some good jazz elements on this one. And um, I, I really like that a lot. My, my banger is Squat because Beast Boys, dude. dude. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I had no idea they were on this record. And then, then I heard them rap and I'm like, oh, shit, this is so rad. Because like, it was so- such a nice... They're, they're so, so unique. Opposite. They're so opposite yes. of what De La Soul sounds like. And they're all goofy. Like they're all they they all started their careers being kind of goofy and lighthearted and not giving a shit about anything. But they're so fucking opposite opposite in their deliveries. I know, right? Can you imagine if they did like a collaboration album or some shit like that? God that would have been fucking sick. God damn. Oh man. It's it's fucking great. This is a really good record. Once again, I, I'd get this on vinyl if it was if it was a, a decent price. Um, but yeah, I, I do like that they're, they're at this point, what, what I like about them is that they've experimented a lot for, for better or worse. They've experimented a lot. Um, yeah, they've kind of like jumped on different bandwagons or what's kind of popular there, but every band does that. Every artist does that, but they've done it overall pretty well, except for the last record or second to last record. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, no AOI mosaic, mosaic Trump. Um, it's great. Okay. So what do you got for number two? De La Soul is dead. This this is this could be in contention for their best. It's it's Oof. it's fucking absolutely insane how good this is. And I think like in a couple of weeks, in the midst of like new metal season, take a little break, go back to this one because this one this one is is dude, the sampling here is done better than it was on Three Feet High because Three Feet High was just like oh that fucking sounds great, let's throw it in there. This is more nuanced. This is better production here. And mm-hmm. dude, like just the skits the skits here are only better the only time I've ever heard better skits on than this is from uh To Pimp a Butterfly, Kendrick Lamar. That's the only other time <laughs> I've ever thought, like, damn, those skits really like uh, like like contextualize what is happening on this album. Really bring that's home that silly boy talk. This is Leaps and bounds. It is, is absolutely unreal how great skits can be. And De La Soul like, popularizes skits. So we'll get into that later on. But this had deep lyrics. It still keeps the feel of the first without being too like ob- obvious or obnoxious about it. Mm-hmm. But now they're like kind of like going back. So they started a genre with the native tongues. They've, they've started this whole thing with hip-hop. And now they're saying, we don't fucking like that anymore because we've been pigeonholed into this thing. So now, fuck that. Here's who we're going to be now. And it's kind of the same thing, but it's also kind of like completely not the same thing. It was, it, this is, this album is unreal. This album is more nuanced, more complex than their first, but I just don't think it's as good because it's not as fun. It's not as fun. I'm going to go back to it. I, I really, I really want to go back to it. I mean, especially since you, you're speaking of it so highly. Um, I, I, I thought, do it. I thought you wouldn't rank this your number one and I would not have been mad at all because of all those things okay. I said. It is just, it's, it's a more aggressive three feet high. But dude, Biddy's okay. in the BK Lounge. Oh my god! Are you <laughs> I do remember me? that song. I do remember that song. They're just going back and forth, like making fun of each other. Oh my god, that was so funny. This yeah. song is a certified banger. It's just back and forth Whoa. diss track. It's funny. It fucking flows like molasses <laughs> spilling out of your mouth. So good. Why'd you have an Italian like New Jersey accent or something? That was my, that was my my Georgia from Savannah. That was that was not. <laughs> My Savannah, Savannah molasses spilling out of your mouth. Uh, now you should do Os- Oscar's accent, his southern accent. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, uh, uh, hello. Like, it's really high pitch. 
And he looks so uncomfortable doing it too. Like he looks like he's, like the first time he's ever tried to even do it. <laughs> I mean, his acting is perfect. It's so good. Oh man. Good, good, good. <laughs> please, please anyway. Please tell me that and anonymous nobody's your next one. <laughs> All right, my number two is uh three feet high and rising. No, it's not. You're right, it's not. Uh yeah. And the anonymous nobody is my number two from 2016 their ninth record this album i like the experimentation on it i feel like this is the most they've ever done on a record and i think i i feel like they did it well now i would kind of compare this to yeezus from kanye that record which i think is his best record i think what he did on yeezus was something so unique and so cool and just fucking fantastic um it's not nearly this this record is not nearly as good as Jesus, but it's in that same vein where they, they were trying stuff with like electronic music. Um, they had, they pretty much ditched a lot of the '90s hip hop stuff, which was nice because I mean it was just so they overdid it so much. Uh, they threw in a little bit more jazz, but I just like I like the combination of it all. They 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 like perfected that sound that that electronic and jazz mixture with that that almost kind of conscious hip hop. It was done really well on this record. I, I really, really dig it. It actually seemed very fresh. It was the most fresh record I've heard since the first record, honestly. It was the only time where it sounded like they were trying to do something different, and they succeeded. And also, I didn't feel like the songs really bled into one another like many of their records. So, I don't know. I, 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 think, it's, I think this is a solid record. I would for sure get this on vinyl. That's crazy. Um, I, would, I, really, I really dug this one. That's I really did. I, I, I know. I, I was surprised, too. I didn't think I would like an album this late into their career because I was so disappointed. And I and, and I know it wasn't a thing where like I was so disappointed when I so when I heard something a little bit better, I really liked it. I know it's not that because it really does stand out from everything else. And then that record that the last record they came out with after this was just Oh no, 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 the record they came out before this was just so horrendous. It was so different but so horrendous. So it's like I don't know, man. It, there's, there's something cool about this one. My banger it's it's pain with Snoop Dogg. <laughs> Come on, dude. It's Snoop Dogg's not the greatest by any means, like rapping wise, but he has that that style, that feel, man. It's so much fun. You just you instantly are just like connected to a song when when you hear his voice. It's so unique. There's nobody that sounds like Snoop. That's it's true. That's Snoop for you. Oh man, yeah. It's a great great song, great album. I really really like uh, and the anonymous nobody. Man, Snoop's from, is. Uh, Snoop's Dinosaur. like the the fucking Keanu Reeves of of like hip hop, just like <laughs> not Keanu, great at anything, dude. Keanu Reeves is just used to be like this shit fucking actor, but like everything you saw him was great. He loved it. I mean, his yeah. little stupid fucking romantic comedies with like Sandra Bullock and stuff. They were they were still good. <laughs> and then now he's like he's John Wick, and people die for John Wick. Like John Wick's become this like, institution in, in cinema, but You're he's not right. that good. He's just not a good actor. And no, Snoop Dogg is the same way, just like a shit rapper. Just fuck, man. Fuck me. Nobody sounds like Snoop Dogg, though. <laughs> Did you see that thing? I was maybe like a few weeks ago when uh, Snoop Dogg went to Ireland and he got off the plane and they had a guy playing bagpipes to like welcome welcome him to Ireland. And the guy on the bagpipes was playing. I think it was still Dre. I think it was. I think it was still Dre. And then Snoop Dogg just like crip walking. Yeah. Like down the tarmac. You see? You seen that? Yeah. That, it's just so fucking cool. straight it's up. So he had a little, cool, he, he, right? He had the little headphones on and everything. His yeah. jacket. He just like as soon as he got down, 
he's crip walking to the guy playing bagpipes. It was so cool. Every time, like so when I saw, cool. like I didn't meet him, but I saw Snoop Dogg when I worked at Knott's Berry Farm. Uh-huh. Well, I'm saying it again anyway. He was on the fer- Ferris wheel at Camp Snoop with one of his kids, and I was walking to the back of the house, or whatever, with my trainer, whoever was there. I was like 16, and he's on the Ferris wheel, and the Ferris was not that big, so I yell, I say, "Hey, Snoop!" And he looks down, and he says, "Bow, wow, wow," and that was it. <laughs> Walked away. All I needed. That is so fucking cool. That that's Snoop, dude. Snoop's fucking. He's just smooth as butter. He is, man. He smooth really, really is. Like he could talk his way out of anything. Like it just, it's. He talked his way out of a murder, you know. Dude, he fucking. But on a show, murder was the case they gave him too. Like that's that's in. I don't know. I don't know. We a whole episode on Snoop Dogg. We've never done no. We did do. I think we did. Did we do doggy style way nah, back in the we old never done format? Doggy style. Never? Okay. We got to do Snoop. Why have we never done him? Because he has like fucking 25 albums. Well, there's that too. But uh, anyway, number one, Three Feet, High and Rising is uh, both our number ones, right? Yeah, by a fucking long shot. Like it wasn't even close. (laughs) That's true. It's very true. All right. uh, So yeah, listen to the main episode. We're going to dive deep into this one, musically, lyrically, everything. So get into that. And that's it. That's all. Wow, wow, wow.